Hello and welcome to TP with TP, the podcast with Tom Polos. Here, we chronicle the absurd world of entertainment and interview movers and shakers in the industry, all the while taking some blame. Today, we make our final wishes. Show business is the liveliest dying business out there. It is always resurrecting itself. For much of human history, glorified punishment was enjoyed as grotesque entertainment, as people flocked to the public square and watched fellow citizens be pilloried or put in stocks, or worse. Once more of society became literate, newspapers and serialized novels kept people's attention, then vaudeville, radio plays, and silent films came and went, and now you could argue that most television and films that don't start with the word Marvel are next in line to be buried as the internet age updates its settings on the entertainment industry. But you can never write the ultimate obituary for show business. The carnival creatures of Hollywood love the challenge and the chase and find the humor and drama in their supposed and hopefully well-lit demise. We are the afterlife of the party. As far as actual wills and testaments, many actors and artists have thought of everything on their way out, some even at a young age. Marilyn Monroe left all of her personal items to her acting coach, Lee Strasberg. They were discovered in Strasberg's basement upon his passing. Janis Joplin made sure she specifically left behind $2,500 for her friends to go out and celebrate at her favorite pub after she died. Jim Henson wanted a no-strings-attached memorial as well. The Muppet maestro made sure no funeral attendees wore black as Big Bird went on to dance in the New York City Cathedral where the beloved Kermit creator was being mourned. Frank Sinatra's buddies threw in a bottle of whiskey, a Zippo lighter, and some money into old Blue Eyes' casket before he was buried— in case he needed it in the afterlife. And Fred Bauer, who invented the Pringles can, asked his family to place his remains in his tubular invention. They agreed. And if you're wondering, he's in an original flavor casing. All of the above are great reminders that truly, once you pop, the fun don't stop. Or at least it doesn't have to. I've always found these odd when-I-die choices to be darkly fascinating. So much so that I thought it might be a good idea for a show. Now, there are good ideas and bad ideas in life. And in show business, good ideas and bad ideas go by ideas that make money and passion projects. The pitch was simple. Carpool karaoke and comedians in cars getting coffee had exploded on the scene. And Jerry Seinfeld and James Corden and even Jay Leno were driving around town and it seemed ripe for a twist. The show I wanted to make was called Final Wishes, which would be a series of questions about life and death hosted from the back of a moving hearse. Yes, a hearse. I know, I know. Probably too dark for ABC Wednesdays or CBS Thursdays, but it is the same model as the other car shows, and instead of talking about stuff we all already know, this show would address topics that are absurd and wild and would reveal thoughts that you would never speak aloud unless directly asked, in the back of a moving hearse. So, I went for it. I got some of my favorite people to work with together, rented a hearse on Craigslist, it costs even less than you'd think, Shout out to Jason of what we dubbed Hearse Rental Car, who spent a full day driving us around. I picked one of my close and very talented friends to be interviewed, and off we went. The intro went something like this. Death makes people uncomfortable, but me, I'm always uncomfortable. 
And this is Final Wishes. And then I'd close myself into the back of the hearse as a dubstep version of Ava Maria starts playing. Cue graphics package brought to life by and more deadly puns for the other players and credits. The Pontius Pilot episode, as we then called it, centered around some serious and silly questions. What do you think heaven is like? Which celebrity would you want at your funeral? Who would you select to be your pallbearers? Do you want to send a random note to anyone years after your passing? What would it say? Would it be in English? The day wrapped and the footage worked and it was a true professional satire on comedians in cars getting coffee and carpool karaoke and was honestly insane. Two things happened next. A bunch of people of import watched Final Wishes. I was told that everyone who saw it liked it or even loved it, but had nowhere to put it. I suggested maybe a Pringles can, which flew over their well-coiffed heads. Other notes included, you know, people are willing to watch death or explosions or people vanish, but they don't want to talk about it. Another decision maker said, it's too specific for broadcast. I quipped, it might be perfect there then. Isn't broadcast television dying? Perhaps it could be on our second episode. All jokes aside, no one was going to pay us for this project. And that sounds about right. In that instance, you find the humor and you find the drama and you enjoy the chase. And even if you wind up with peanuts and a hearse driver you met on Craigslist, you mostly wind up with stories, which are as old as vaudeville. And great stories are nothing if not eulogies for your fondest memories. The idea isn't fully dead. Hopefully in a few years it'll be rebranded and you'll see Marvel's final wishes. You never know when your bad idea might become the afterlife of the party. That's a wrap for this week's TP with TP. See you at the after party.